Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Well, welcome. Welcome to our podcast, The Wow Marriage. My name is Maria Walker. And I'm Chris. We want to thank you again for joining with us. And I pray that you are continuing to receive from us for with our podcast. I know we have little nuggets here and there of the things that we've been through. And today we're going to talk about when changes come. Right. What to do. What to do when change comes. It's very important that we are prepared, you know, when change comes. We can never be prepared for the specific change, but we can be prepared for when a change comes. And that is through being in constant prayer and, and, and having faith in our Father, God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, God, he gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit to think through our minds, to speak through our lips and unveil the word of God to our spirits. And when we rely upon the Holy Spirit, he can give us wisdom and revelation and knowledge of God to help us through any of these troubles. So what to do when change comes is what we want to focus on today. We have changes in multiple areas of our lives. You know, just a few of them are health, finances, you know, maybe the death of a family member or the loss of a job. These are changes that can, you know, shock anyone, shock anyone. And change is inevitable. It's going to happen whether you want it or not, because life happens to all of us. Right, right. And, uh, you know, what to do when the changes come, you know, in our marriage, you know, in any aspect of our marriage, you know, we have to understand that, you know, change, like I said before, change is inevitable, but change does not surprise God. Yeah, because he's saying his word, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. He already knew this was coming. Exactly. Ecclesiastes 1.9, you know, reveals that to us. There's nothing new under the sun. And with that, God has given us a way out. He's given us pastors. He's given us, you know, elders and people who've got more experience in marriage. And he's given us, you know, the opportunity for this podcast to help out, you know, other people who may be going through these things. You know, the thing of it is when we go into changes, we feel like we're the only ones. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, nobody has it just as bad as we do. Or like say, for example, when you went, do you remember when you went through that physical change? Yes. Even though we're not that old, we only in our 40s. Well, I'm on my 40s, thank uh-huh. you very much. He's on his 50, okay, people? I know he looked good, but he's on his 50. <laughs> but we went through a young age, a young time. I think it was pretty young to go through this health issue yes. that you will have chronic back pain, right? right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to come with one another to help each right. other out. And it was... Drastic. It may it, it affect our finances. It affected yes. your physical body, your even your sexual life. Remember? Yes. Yes. And you know that that was a big thing because you know going through you know a couple of back surgeries and uh, physical therapy, which was you know a, a, a big you know it was a significant emotional event. You know, a big change in our lives. And you know, a lot of the medication I was on high uh, concentrate of. Uh, narcotics and it really really affected my my mind and my body 
And as Marie said, it affects it affected me sexually, you know, to where there were times when I couldn't perform. But, you know, through it all, we maintain our love and our relationship for each other. You know, and Maria, the most powerful thing through all of this, you know, is that she encouraged me daily through this. She never threw it in my face. You know, she never talked down about me. She never, you know, uh, expressed her her uh, unsatisfaction, you know, or um anything negative about the situation, you know, she constantly encouraged me through it. And that is the power of a true Proverbs 31 woman, a woman who didn't do it alone. Just like you say earlier, it was the Holy Spirit through me. You know, that's why it's a key to a Christian walking. I'm telling you, if you're not acknowledging the Holy Spirit in your marriage, it's going to be very tough. The only thing I did is say, Holy Spirit, what do I do? How can I help him? Speak to me, Holy Spirit, to encourage him because it's impossible for me to have a successful marriage if I don't involve the help of the one who created marriage, God Almighty. God Almighty. Amen. 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 And, you know, through all of this, you know, it's also important that when change comes, you do not let it stop the flow or move of God oh, in yes. your life. That's you right. Know? You have to continue to do your homework. You have to continue to seek God, whatever's going on in your life, because that's where your faith and that's where our faith, that's where our, our hope comes from. You can't stop dreaming if the change is coming, you know, by stopping the flow. Remember when you lost your job? Yes. We didn't yes. let the flow didn't stop. We didn't stop serving or hiding or even dreaming. We said when we had this money, where we when you get it, and it took how long it took? Oh, it was it was a while. It was more than a year without a job. Know, without mm-hmm. a job, but you see, we still maintain. We're, we're Christians, <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. but we still maintain our our faith. We still maintain our Christian walk. You know, it wasn't I, easy. I even it was not easy. Check, yeah, right? it was not easy. But we kept on. You know, we kept dreaming. Like when you get this job, we're gonna travel. We're gonna go to our first mission trip. Yes. And we even plan on when to our first mission trip when you were unemployed. Wow, I was unemployed. Because yes. we didn't stop the flow. It, let's say, for example, if you lose your job and you were planning on buying a house, don't stop your homework. Yeah, don't stop the homework. Keep searching. Keep searching for the house. Find out uh, banks, how much the house would be, you know, the payments would be, what neighborhood you would like to be, what school they, your children. Don't stop the flow. Right. Don't stop that flow. Don't stop that forward momentum. You know, don't stop your desire in life, you know, just because, you know, a change occurred or something happened. In a, drastic yeah, uh-huh. a drastic change. Yeah, a drastic change. And unsatisfaction. No, I'm sorry. Unsatisfaction is not a word. But, you know, to be to not to be satisfied in any area of your life because of a change mm-hmm. is, you know, it's, it's not holding, you know, your faith your firm faith in who God is in your life. Because, you know, God can help us through everything because our hope and faith is in God, our deliverer for every situation, even if it's something that was our fault. The loss of my job was my fault. But Maria and I, we got together, we got on our knees and we prayed. You know, she encouraged me through it because, I mean, I felt bad, you know. I felt, you know, worthless, you know, so to speak. And, um, You know, it was able, we were able to get through it because of the full supply, you know, that God always had for us. Exactly, exactly. When you go through change, how many times you say, like, 
I don't think I can take this kind of stuff. Yes. I can't do everything but that. I, I mean, we, we feel like that, but I had to remind, we had to remind ourselves, we got what it takes. I was yes. made up for this. Yeah. I like what the, the Bible said, like, you was created for such a time as this. Is right. Because yes. you, you have to believe that whatever comes against you, you already have what it takes to fight those things. No matter what it is, no matter if you have a baby in Christ or maybe you're not even a Christian at all. If you're not a Christian, guess what? It's that simple. Bow your knee, receive Jesus, and right there at that moment, you get the full supply that you need to fight back. Right. Even if you're not, you know, because the God that we serve, He gives us righteousness right there as soon as we receive Jesus as a Lord and Savior, and the supply is already the supply there. You got there. what it takes. You got what it takes. And that is where walking in faith comes into play at. Because, you know, when these chains comes, we can't constantly dwell on the negative about these changes. Yeah. You know, it's they're like, gonna happen. exactly. Um, it happens. And when change comes in, when we go and you get together, you know, and you pray about a change, you know, that's just it. You pray and you have faith in that change. Let it work for you. You can't pray and then turn and walk away and start talking bad or start talking big about that problem again. Mm. You know, you've already prayed for it. Let that problem die. Let it go away. Speak positive about the problem. Don't keep bringing it back up. Because I'm telling you, the thing you speak most of in your life is the thing that will be big in your life. If you speak most of the time of your problems in your marriage, in your life, or you know, the things that you your dislike about your wife or your husband yeah. or your health or your complaints or your lack of finances. I'm telling you, brothers, that's what you're going to have, those problems. But when you talk about, you know, the prayers that went to God, you know, the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous avail much. When our prayers go to God and we remind God about his word, about what the promises are, because when we, when we act upon the word of God, that's when we become recipients. Yeah. And that is standing in faith. You know, for the promises, what God has for us. Exactly. And here today we are talking about what to do when changes happen. And, you know, this is very general because, like, we're not um, attacking one thing in a specific. We're not only attacking health or finances or, or the loss of a child or the death of a family. But in all that, the first thing you should do when you're going through something, seek wisdom. Exactly. Find you some material and information on, on what you're going through at the moment. Right. If you have marriage problems, podcasts, teaching, what the Word of God say about marriage. Hang out with other couples who have victory right. in this area, who have been married and seasoned Christians, who've been doing this longer than you have. The key is seek you some wisdom. Exactly. Through the Word, through your pastor, through other couples. Amen. You Amen. got to find yourself in a place where you can receive and know that you don't know it all. We don't know it all. Exactly. We, we don't know we, it all. We don't know it all, but I'm telling you, you know, we can get through it all because of our faith in Jesus Christ. And, you know, I, I love the Lord. I love my wife, you know, for what he's done for us. And, you know, we have to continue to let our words work in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, our words work for us, you know, because... We don't complain about the issues that we go through in our life. And, and you know, 
I don't know if this happened to a lot of people, but it happened to me. I was tempted when all these things was happening. You sometimes tend to compare to other couples, at least so and so don't go through this. Right. And the truth of the matter is, we all go through stuff. They're just not going to tell everybody. Because some people are more reserved than exactly. others. But I bet you if you ask them, a true Christian, and say, I'm going through this and I feel like I'm the only one who they will tell you, listen, I went through this, through that, and we still stand. You see a smile on our face, enjoy in our, in our lips, in our attitude, to Him be the glory, because we all go through things. Amen. Amen. And, you know, also speaking about our words and the things that we do is, is making a plan, Okay. We always have to have a plan, you know. If we don't plan, then what are we going to do, you know, when something happens? Mm -hmm. You know, when crisis hits. That's like, if you have a plan, then you mustn't have faith in God. No, God gave us wisdom. He gave us a plan of action to take in certain situations of everyday life. For, For, you know, the events that are your hand. Remember when my sister died? We didn't have a plan on what to do. She passed away. I'm from Panama. And we didn't know what to do with the body because we never talked about it. It was like a taboo. Most Hispanic, we don't really talk about this kind of issue. But you and me, we talk about it. we get in church, dating, you know, and something happened to you. I know what to do. I know who to call and what was your heart, what your desire was to do when you pass. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we are prepared because this thing is a Inevitable. Exactly. I was like, when we prepared, it's okay, honey, I will not say that yeah. word because my tongue is twisted. But okay. yeah, that is going to happen. Yes, it, it's going to happen. And, you know, the, the plans that we have, and that was, you know, years ago, you know, but the thing is, is always having a plan, you know, gives us an opportunity to plan to be successful. You know, also... We people with with young children, they also have a plan in case something happened to them. Who you wanted to raise your children, yes. or do you, you want? You don't just want your children to be going to be a ward of the state. Exactly. You know? Or let's say, for example, we are military family. Okay, if something happened to you, your heart is saying, "Maria, I would really like you to be close to my mom and dad, so yes. they can see the kids." Right. Or are you okay with this? This is the kind of stuff you have to talk about because we are wise people, the Most High God. We, we, yes, we have faith. I do believe my husband's going to be with me for the longest. But things happen, and you have to know his what he desires while he's alive to tell me. When we get older, oh, I remember he wanted me to bury him with it. You say when you want the military is the honors, yes. yes. (laughs) So we are ready. We're ready, baby. Exactly. We we got a plan. We remember I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm so excited about this because we even told the children, say, Hey, don't give daddy no hard time. He's gonna marry again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's why I say I'm okay with I'm already going to be with the Lord. So Please don't give him a hard time. He said he's going to bring a date to the funeral. <laughs> no, but, oh, wow. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, we have to be prepared for this change. Amen. Amen. Life and, happens. You know, pre- preparation is is vital. And, you know, some of the other things, you know, that can, you know, change your lives are, you know, knowing how to change and adapt to change when you're going through all the phases of life, you know, in marriage, you know, with your children. As they go through their phases of life from, you know, infants, you know, toddlers, middle school, high school and adult children years. I mean, we are at the stage now to where we are empty nesters 
yet we still, you know, have to parent our children. And it's not that they are incapable of living on their own. It's that, you know, we're at a relationship now that, you know, I can call my grown adult children who are, you know, grown and married and living on their own, you know, my friend. And they can come to me for advice and counsel and we can sit and talk and discuss things. That's not the same relationship that we had when they were, you know, in elementary school, you know, nor even in high school, because we still had, you know, control and authority over them in every area of their life. Why? Because it was beneficial for them. Because parents, let me tell you, children don't know everything. No, they may they may think they do. They may bad mouth. They may talk back. You know, but at the end of the day. You are the parent. Mm -hmm. You pay the bills. You provide. That child should not run your house and the child should not run your marriage. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, changes happen to us so we can grow. We have have to grow with our children as they keep develop, as they come from infant to school age to high school to adult. So these changes are necessary, but they are good for us because everything works together for good. Right. Everything good. I know this is a sad situation when my sister passed away, but let me tell you what happened with the death of my sister. I started being serious about my relationship with God. From that point on, it took a huge turn in my life that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to play church. I, I want to know if I'm dying. I want to make sure I go to the right place. Hallelujah. Yes. So every, something yes. good can come something out of every change. Because everything. everything works together for good. Right. Everything, even that. Even that, in my case, that's what happened. And, you know, you, you, you have to find the good in everything. You know, yeah. um, you can't always talk about, you know, how horrible your wife is and how much she always nags you. Because then if that's the case, that's what you'll always have. A horrible, nagging wife. You have to find the positive out of out of every situation. You know, it and may it may be change, huh? it may be, but the thing is, when you first fell in love with this woman, you saw something in her, and I know all of that didn't just go away because you started going through problems or you having issues or changing your life. The essence of your love is still in your relationship. You just need to find it. You and need to it. uncover it. You need to work at it. You need to cultivate it. You need to bring that back alive in your marriage to help you get through all these situations. Now, I've said it before, and I've, I've been saying this for I don't know how long, but I, this woman God gave me, Maria is truly the wife of my youth. You know, I was 21. She was 18 when we married. And I tell you what, we have issues. We but have I constantly go. go back and look at you know, the love that I have for her, because as I grow and I mature in love with her, that love matures as well, because I don't see her the way I used to. I see her better than what I saw her at inception. We humbled ourselves and allowed him to fix our marriage because we sought the good in each other. We sought the good of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, man, I encourage you, seek the good in your wife. Chaser, and I tell you what, man, if you do the right thing, she'll let you catch her. <laughs> Until we meet again, we call you blessed. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, and give you peace. Goodbye.
Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.